Hi, it's Mills here. And I'm back. And welcome to Miley Moscato and more. I am so excited to finally start this podcast, um, especially with someone else that loves Miley just as much as I do. Very excited. I'm Thank excited you for too. doing this with yeah, me. Yeah, I'm so excited to be podcasting. Um, so I think this episode, we're just going to talk about what we're going to be doing on this podcast. Basically, every other week, we're going to be talking about Miley Cyrus. We are going to review a bottle of Moscato wine. Today, we have... Quadi Electro Moscato. Um, this bottle specifically is from 2019. I have not tried it yet, I, I do not recall. I so um, we'll do that in a little bit after we introduce ourselves. But yeah, I'm Mills. My real name is Molly. Go by Mills. I'm Beck. My real name is Becky, but we'll go by Beck today. Um, so I met her working at Peel. Um, it's a place we both serve at. And I think the first time I remember meeting her was someone told me that she had a Miley Cyrus lock screen on her phone and I was like oh my gosh no way I do too and so I met up with her like I think in the break room or something I think it was at the dumb waiter yeah I think it was too <laughs> but I was like oh my gosh let me see your phone screen she showed me her phone screen and it was literally from the same photo shoot yeah that the I same had. one it was like the first photo shoot of the new era of before plastic carts yeah and I was like oh shit <sighs> I was like someone else is just as obsessed with her as I am but yeah, and so that's why I think when I thought about doing this podcast, she was the first person I thought of because I don't think there was any other better option for sure. <laughs> like nobody else likes her as much as I do, but yeah, I've never met anyone that shared my love for her like you. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, had a tip that you liked Miley because you know I was a new guy at the restaurant and. I was stalking everybody like you do, and I saw one of your posts, and it was a Miley Cyrus quote as your caption. I was like, oh my god, I have to be friends with this girl. (laughs) Embarrassing. It's okay. I'm used to people making fun of me for it, even though I embrace it. I I won't change anything about it. I kind of brought it up to her as an idea. She has a good background in podcasting, and I just really liked Miley Cyrus, and we both have backgrounds in marketing, so I feel like it was the best thing to do. We just could use both of our talents to do it. So when did you start liking Miley Cyrus? Well, of course it was like Hannah Montana, you know? I mean, and everybody did at that point. I remember, I mean, that was like the day that the new Hannah Montana episodes released. Like that was the most exciting day. Like 2006. Yeah. Like every week waiting for the next one. I've never like remembered waiting for another show like I did for Hannah Montana. Yeah. Yeah. I was obsessed from the get-go it was like 2006 um I will say I don't think I remember watching the premiere I think I caught on like around the middle of the first season but then I ended up watching all the episodes but yeah I think I was like nine years old yeah and um I'm pretty sure the first like cd that I had that I was ever like obsessed with was um me Miley Cyrus really yeah so this is really weird but my dad, he gave me birthday money, and I remember the first CD I bought was the Hannah Montana Season 1 soundtrack. Yeah. And then I also bought the DVD that kind of went with it. And I'm like, well, I could have spent money on more important things, but I spent no, it on Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana <laughs> um, stuff. But I don't regret it, but I remember that being, like, the first CD I bought, along with yeah. Paramore's Riot. Yeah. I listened to that CD every single day. Like, I had this thing in my head. I listened to it every morning when I would get ready. I would straighten my hair, and not the back, of course. And <laughs> I, I, would, I was like, if I am not listening to this album, like, I can't do my hair. Like, it just won't turn <laughs> out. Same. That's be still before going out. <laughs> yeah, and so that's probably what built this obsession is, like, I needed her. 
<laughs> Literally, she was like, she gave up her childhood for us. Yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like most people started liking her. I think most people our age started liking her around when Hannah Montana happened, like 2006, 2007. Yeah. I think if you're 18 and older, that's probably the case. I think some of the young ones, you know, they were like babies or yeah. they don't remember that. But um, it's cool to see, like, the younger generation kind of starting to like her from, I think starting probably with bangers is when they first started to really know her. Because you right. think about they're probably like, nine or ten years yeah. old when bangers came out yeah. it's just weird to think that there's like a whole new generation and they, they didn't go what we went through <laughs> <laughs> right so why do you think that you still keep liking miley i mean i remember i also liked selena gomez when i was younger um i liked demi lovato i just didn't really like i wasn't really ups- not obsessed i'm obsessed with miley but like <laughs> i wasn't like into them as much still as i am now like now i couldn't right. even tell you what was on all of the songs on their yeah, newest no, album. So what, what what made you kind of, like, stick around? I honestly think that it was, like, the hate she was getting. Because I was like, I didn't get it. I, yeah. I remember, and, like, I think the first time I realized she was starting controversy was the 2009 Teen Choice Awards pole dancing. Yes. Thing, when she was on an ice cream yeah. thing. And they called it pole dancing. And she yeah. was 16. And I remember watching that live. And my cousins were like, oh, my God. Like, what? And I just didn't get it I thought it was fine yeah and then I remember I mean yeah there was that and then you know bangers came out and I was like I think I want to like try out these songs like they might be kind of weird and I remember like listening to the whole thing I was like I'm not gonna buy the whole thing I'm just gonna buy like one song at a time to make sure I like them I bought every single one and then it was like I think that's where it came from was like having to defend like why we still liked her when Mm -hmm. it seemed like not a lot of people still did and now the stuff she did back then, if she did that now, nobody would even no one would bat an eye. Yeah. So, I agree for sure. I really like how she's kind of into all kinds of music. Yes. Like, me personally, I like rap, I like rock, I like country, I like it all, and she's kind of touched base on every single genre, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. so. and she's so good at all of them. Exactly. Um, so, that's kind of why I like, I like her style. Yeah. Um, I like her attitude. I try to live that, like, you know what, who cares what other people think about you, because at the end of the day, you're the one laying in the coffin dead, like, (laughs) it sounds morbid, but it's true, I mean, you die alone, you're into this world alone, basically, um, so, I don't know, I, I like that attitude she has, and a lot of people don't like it, but I think that's what kept me around, and, you know, she has all this hate for being, like, the bad girl of Disney, but she's never went to rehab, um, she never overdosed, not throwing shade at any other Disney stars, but, I mean, she hasn't really had any problems like that, and she just had, had her fun and got out of it, and then I think, I think lately she's been drinking, so, not that she said she was gonna stay sober forever, but... That's something we could talk about later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cool. So, we'll start this episode um, with our Moscato that we have here today. So, we have Quattro Electra, like I said. Take a sip of it. I already started drinking it. I couldn't help it. (laughs) (laughs) Tastes like regular Moscato. It kind of tastes like a better version of Barefoot. Yeah. There's no, like, wine bite. (laughs) You know, it just kind of tastes like juice. It's pretty sweet. This is just the, the regular version. I didn't get any crazy kind of let's see electric moscato is a low alcohol oh i picked the wrong version <laughs> that's not what we need um well it says well, here here we go every bottle is bursting with flavors of fresh peaches oh. refreshing citrus and perfectly ripe melon i could pick up on those hints <laughs> I, yeah <laughs> the ideal picnic wine it goes well with just about everything salad spicy food miley cyrus fruit dessert 
holiday parties, blue skies, and fresh air. <laughs> the painting on the front is by <laughs> Artisan Phillips. And serve it chill, which we did. Yep, it only has 4.5% alcohol. That's kind of love the wine. I'll take it, but could be yeah. better, but it's it's pretty good. Definitely recommend it. It's a pretty popular wine, I think, our... I think people had it, the place we serve at. Oh. We had it for a while. So, yeah, every episode we will um, do a different bottle of wine. So if you want to send your request in, feel free to do that. I'm just going to be picking a random yeah, one up fun. that we haven't tried. Yeah. So we have plenty out there to try. Now we can dive right in. Since it is our first episode, we're going to just start with some background. Not super deep background knowledge on it, but we'll start with her latest album that she released. I actually have it right here. It's so beautiful. Classic Hearts. Never opened it. Oh, wait, I did open it. <laughs> I had to <laughs> I tried not to. I think I did. Um, Classic Hearts. I know you love it. I think that it's her best album since Bangers. I oh, decided. I decided. I don't know if it's better or not, but I think it's the best one since. Oh, my God. Did her best I, release. Yeah. To, I no, I decide. think I like it better. Do you? Yeah. I think at this point in time I do. It's, I don't, it's hard to try. They're both so different. Beggars is very hip hop. This one's a lot more relatable. <laughs> this one's more relatable for sure. I think back when Bangers released, I was like starting high school, didn't have very many friends, and she was talking about like pop and Molly right. and partying, and I was like, I haven't even had a sip of alcohol. Right. <laughs> um, now I can relate to it a little bit more, but I was, yeah. This one came out at a time I feel like where I can relate to it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I can see what you mean. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I love every song. I think maybe down the line we could even do a top seven songs of the album. Maybe in a couple episodes. Yeah. Very nice. I think this is just the beginning of, I think she'll be releasing better albums. I think this is amazing, but I think this is just the beginning. Yeah, definitely. What's your favorite song? High. I think I'm obsessed with High. Yeah. And Angels Like You. When it first came out, my favorite song was High. Yeah. I think, yeah. I didn't like Angels Like You in the beginning. Isn't that really? weird? Everyone was obsessed, and I was like, yeah. I just don't, I like it, but it's not my favorite, and then it grew on me. After she did the Super Bowl performance. Oh my god, yes. I think that's when it, that's when I started really liking yeah. it. I don't know. It's just. I was surprised at how many ballads were on this. There's a lot of ballads, yeah. But then it kind of makes sense with the divorce. and. Oh yeah, totally. Cool. But I guess I wasn't expecting it from a rock album. Exactly, yeah. But I love she it. She has that, like, you can tell she's heavily inspired by Joan Jett, too, because she yeah. gets, she has that, like, raspiness in her voice. Yeah. And, I mean, it comes pretty natural to her. I think she finally found her niche. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Her niche. <laughs> niche. I say it both ways. Niche. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had their Without You remix. That's her latest yeah. release with the kid Leroy. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Um, as far as I know. Something crazy about that is someone that we work with, I won't say any names, but someone that we work with that thinks you're scary <laughs> said he is a Kid Leroy fan. This yeah. boy is 19 years old. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there has literally been so much hate from Kid Leroy fans. When when she when they were releasing they, when they were releasing that music, there was so much hate from Kid Leroy fans saying like Ooh, why would you add her to the album? All this kind of yeah. shit. He tells me at work, I'm a Kid Leroy fan. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. And then he goes, I think him and Miley are fucking. <gasps> T- boy, this boy is 17 years old. Miley Cyrus is 28, 27. 28. Yeah. She just turned 28. Yep, she did. 
That is a huge difference. No. I also don't think people, I don't think people that aren't super big fans of her understand that, like, she is pansexual. I feel like she's pretty fluid with her gender identity and everything like that. But she's the type of person where I feel like she could have a lot of guy friends. Yeah. And that's just not normal. Even just normal society, let alone in Hollywood. I don't think people under, like, I don't think people realize that. So I don't think, it's like a girl and a guy can't be friends without yeah. having rumors. So that ticked me off a little bit. Yeah, what the heck? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever told you that. No, you did not. <laughs> but oh. she said that to me one day and I was like, boy, bye. I was like, anyway, thoughts on <laughs> thoughts on the remix? What, what's your opinion? I never listened to it without her, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a true, a true, a true icon. Um, I did just because I wanted to see what it was about. But I will say I expected her to be in it a lot more than she was. Did you? I feel like she wasn't in it as much as I thought she'd be. But it's fine. It's his song. And right. I don't know. Their performance on SNL, I guess we can go into that, too. And yeah. I thought that was a great performance. Yeah. And she, I liked how she let him kind of have the stage. Yes. You could tell that, like, because she, she, sometimes her voice is so loud. Yeah. But in a good way, but because, it's loud, yeah, so powerful. it overpowers yeah. a lot of other people. Yeah. She kind of just let him have it, even she's though it was good her at that. performance. Yeah. Yeah, she's good at that. It was her performance. Right. But he, he was kind of the guest, but it was his song, so I understand. But, yeah, yeah I like that she let him have his, his thing. He's only 17, so. She's so sweet. So sweet. All the trolls on, inter- on the internet were like, stop stealing his song. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... Honey, that song went number one because, because of her. Because of her. Not even, it didn't go number one. I wish it would have. But it's on the top ten. I think it got to And it wasn't seven. I could be wrong, but I think it peaked at seven or six. But um, in other news, she did just sign a deal with NBC Universal. Have you heard of that? Yes. So, I, don't know I took this from Variety. It's kind of a, a lengthy little thing, but I'll read it really quick. The pact includes a first look arrangement between Cyrus's production company, which I just found out she had a production company with her mom, um, called Hopetown Entertainment. She runs it with her mom, aka her manager, Tish Cyrus. Um, Hopetown will develop scripted and unscripted projects for the NBCU outlets, including NBC, Bravo, E, Oxygen, Sci-Fi, Universal Kids, USA, and Peacock. Dang. Cyrus may serve as a producer, performer, and or host on any number of network, cable, streaming, and syndication programs. I did hear that she's kind of wanting to step into directing and producing yeah. a lot more. Um, that so, makes sense because she keeps doing all these music videos by herself. Yeah, which I thought they're they're pretty cool. Yeah. She's doing it pretty well for someone that never went to film school. Yeah, she sure is. But, I mean, if you think about it, she's been in the industry for so long, she's probably just picked up a lot of stuff. Right. And she's just a natural exactly <laughs> um and as part of the deal cyrus will also star in three specials for nbcu starting with the pride concert special stand by you for peacock so it's going to be a one hour special um it's filled in nashville and it features her singing her hits and her takes on classics quote all of the spirit of pride so it'll be i think it's going to be coming out probably in june for lgbtq oh, yeah, plus yeah. I, i'm guessing that's what is going to be coming out we'll see but um I like that she went back to Nashville to film it. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's perfect for her. She does so much work for that community, so it's it's fitting. But yeah, I'm excited to see that because that just secures the, the idea that there's going to be a lot more content with her out. So yeah. More for us to talk more about. More for us. And it, it'll be fun. Um, so she just dropped dates for Bottle Rock Festival in Napa Valley, California. 
Summerfest in Wisconsin, Lollapalooza in Chicago, Austin City Limits, aka the ACL Music Festival in Austin, Texas. And I'm sure this is just the beginning. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of festivals are starting to just now finally yeah. kind of do their thing. I'm really upset about Bonnaroo. Oh my gosh, I know. She's like, been the talking. The festival I freaking bought tickets for. She was supposed to be there last year. Right. And I was so excited. I was finally going to see her. The last time I saw her was Best of Both Worlds. You saw her. Bangers. I saw bangers. Uh, that's probably my biggest regret. Is <laughs> not seeing that. <laughs> How was your experience with that? Because we were like 13, 14. No, we, we were, were 17. We were not 17. Yes, we were. 2013. I got 2014. I got those tickets for my 17th birthday. Really? Yeah. But and and I know you're older than me. No. How old are you? I'm gonna be 24. <laughs> yeah, I got those tickets for my seventeenth uh, birthday um, from my best friend's grandma because she knew how much I love Miley, so she bought me four tickets, um, two for two for me and my best friend, and then two for our chaperones because we could not go alone because we were seventeen. It's Miley Cyrus. Out? Yep, the grandma went. Oh my went. <laughs> god, that was the raunchiest. I know, it was amazing. She, yeah. What did you? What did the grandma say with the bangers tour? She was like the the coolest grandma. She thought it was fun. Yeah, I just remember so many parents being like, "Oh my god, we thought we were gonna see Hannah Montana," and like, <laughs> right? Like, have you been fucking blind? <laughs> yeah. Like, I just remember when that was happening. I was like, "You dumbass bitches!" Like, have you not seen TV? Like, <laughs> I, was, I was so annoyed, but I was so broke and. Because I, I was, like, working at Dairy Queen in high school, and I didn't have money for... I don't think anybody would go with me. I don't know. I, I, there was some yeah. reason why I couldn't go. I think it was money. Nobody would go with me. My mom wasn't going to... She wasn't the type of person that was going to buy me tickets. Like, she didn't care. She's pretty okay with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But she just didn't have the money either, so... I, I just yeah, sold my lot. fucking kidney for that show. <laughs> it oh, was my so God. cool. I... So uh, but you, I can't your even grandma... Wa- or your friend's grandma. Fr- yeah, and then, like... Your friend. And yeah, and then just some girl. I don't know who she was. Some girl that was probably so, her friend's friend or something. Yeah, she was like a family friend. Um, but she couldn't get four tickets together. I think what happened was she bought the tickets, and then my parents, our parents, were like, they can't go home, so that they had to buy two more tickets. And so they're in two separate spots. So we had these chaperones, and they didn't even sit with us. <laughs> it was, probably for the best. Uh, yeah. Oh, I wish you could have seen their expressions. I know. Yeah, that is a regret. But Did she spit on the audience? Yep. With water. Yep, I thought that was hilarious. Um, there was two people in front of me. Um, one was dressed as Robin Thicke, and the other was Miley oh in her little God. latex suit. There was people <laughs> dressed up as the foam fingers. Like it was amazing being surrounded by like Miley fans. You know. That was like her last big tour. Yeah. Which is weird. That's to think so about. crazy to think about. She did that tour with the Milky Milky tour, but that wasn't like a full tour. That was right. I think, just a few select states. In the U.S. and it was a, it was they were small venues. There's, yeah. She released Dead Pets for free. That wasn't really promoted, but I don't know if she's going to tour again because I think a lot of artists are going to festivals only. Yeah. Like Taylor Swift started doing before Has... COVID happened. She started only doing festivals. Oh, I didn't know that. Not not saying that she won't ever do a tour again, but she had all these festivals lined up too. I remember. Has Miley ever been to a festival like these? Glass and Berry. That was, like, the biggest festival she's probably performed. Oh. That's the one that, like, Amy Winehouse has performed at. Oh. That's, like, a super historic festival. Got it. But that was with she when she released She Is Coming. Oh, she had like the that's right, that's like, right. I remember that. That was 
That's when Billy Ray Cyrus came on stage with Lil Nas X. And then yeah. she later revealed that she invited her dad because she was scared. Aww. Because it was such a big festival. Like, yeah. When you perform Glastonbury, it's not, like, the craziest thing, but it's a pretty big deal. I feel like you don't perform that if you're, like, no, if you're not, if you suck, you know? It's, mm-hmm. like, one of those things. Because I think she talked about how big of a deal it was and how scared she was to perform it. So that's why she invited her dad to, like, guest appear with his song. But really, she was just scared, Aww, I think she said. That's so sweet. <laughs> But that was her last big festival, I think. Dang. I'm not Besides like I'm not at all surprised that she's doing festivals this year. But before the Lollapalooza lineup came out, I was like, I just feel it in my bones that Miley's gonna be there. And then it, the, the the thing came out, and I saw her. I'm not a festival girl. Like I've ne- I've never been to one. I've never really They're had great. the the desire to. They but like great. I'll go to every one <laughs> that down. she's at. I'm ready for these single day tickets. Yeah, I want to go to Lollapalooza so bad. Afford all these festivals, but I'm sure single day tickets will be like hundred. I was so ready for that and then COVID happened and it's okay so we're back at this point now so hopefully these I don't think these will get canceled I think everyone's kind of finished with COVID yeah. so it's exciting we'll see how they they do that definitely excited I'm sure she'll be releasing new some more dates yeah hopefully we can do a <gasps> what if we could podcast at a festival that she was at Imagine getting some Miley stands on here. I feel like we could do that with, like, even if we just took audio on a phone right. and put it into the... Well, that, that'd be a possibility. Yeah. New technology is crazy. I yeah. feel like we could even just do a verse recording on an iPhone. Oh, yeah. Hells yes, I'm down. Next, I have some really funny Miley news that I could not help but put in this because <laughs> I thought it was great. Dave Grohl, who he is the lead singer of Foo Fighters. He was the drummer of Nirvana back in the day. He just did an interview, I think like a week ago, saying that he got high with Joan Jett and Miley Cyrus. I forgot what show, I think it was a rock and, oh yeah, it was that Rock and Roll um, Music Hall of Fame. It was when Miley was inducting Joan Jett for the Rock and Roll Music Hall of Fame. Um, so she was there with her, because they're, they're pretty tight, and he said he got high with them and said he was, quote, tripping fucking balls with his performance <laughs> with Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney, both a part of the Beatles. And uh, people don't think it's that. I thought it was a cool little uh, little thing to bring up because I'm like, yeah. how iconic is that? Joe Jett and Miley Cyrus smoking day grow up. Iconic. Well, you, you know that, like, I think it was, was it Wiz Khalifa? He said that back in the day, the only person that could outsmoke him was Miley Cyrus. Oh. I'm pretty sure he said that. Guaranteed. It's either him or, I think it was Wiz Khalifa, though. But she doesn't smoke anymore. No. I watched, um, or I listened to Sorry We're Stoned with Tish and Brandy, and, you know, her parents are, like, huge stoners. Yeah. Like, I just mom, recently found that out, actually. Yeah. Her mom just recently started, I think, like, in 2016 or 15. I think it was just a few years ago, but that podcast is pretty cool. Um, if you have not listened to it, check it out. Um, they basically just smoke weed and talk about random shit like I can't even t- sometimes they'll talk about interior design they'll talk about stuff going on they really don't talk about Miley that much sometimes oh, really? it's brought up which I kind of like because it's yeah. like they're not trying to use her as like it's, a as, yeah. I, I like that so I mean I would love to hear more about Miley but it's nice that they're having a podcast not having to use her fame oh, or absolutely. you know cool um also I talked with to uh, I talked to Beck about this earlier but <laughs> 
the Urban Outfitters just released an LP, a vinyl, of it's a limited edition vinyl of Breakout, Miley's album she released in 2008, her first debut album aside from Hannah Montana. Limited edition, I think it's like $30. Um, definitely go check it out. I, I don't think they're going to be having it up forever. Um, I know when I, I bought the Hannah Montana, yeah, um, like best songs of Hannah Montana from Urban Outfitters, and I think it's like one of so many made in the That's world. That's crazy. And they're not, I don't think they're going to make it ever again. So definitely get that. if you have, Even if you don't have a vinyl, it's going to be worth so much money down the road if you do want to sell it. Yeah. So, what other vinyls of Miley do you have? Um, I just have Younger Now and the Hannah Montana one. Bangers is like hella money on Amazon. Like if really? You look, if you look up Bangers on vinyl, it's like $400, $500. Oh my gosh. I don't know why. I think it's because they press so many. Yeah, it's like, she didn't do a ton? I don't think so. What about for Plastic Hearts? That so you so could good. pre-order that. I, I don't know if they sent them out yet, but I know like last time I looked, you can pre-order it. So I think I'm going to I'm gonna end up doing that also. Yeah, for sure. But I was like, yo, this breakout one, I was like, I had to get it. I, I got on Afterpay with that. <laughs> I broke ass. It's like $30. I, I was Aww. like, let's try Apple Afterpay, and it's. Like ten dollars every two weeks or something. You do what you gotta do. Well, I might as well do it. Why not? Um, definitely check that out. She was on SNL, so she did a Dolly Parton cover of "Light of a Clear Blue Morning." That was probably. Did you see that? I love it when she covers Dolly Parton. She her voice is just. I don't know how her voice suits rock, but also like country. I know. It's and then sometimes she can sit the bars. So versatile. Like <laughs> effortlessly versatile. You know? It's like I don't I don't I don't get it. She can she can seriously do whatever she wants and she's so good at it. Psychedelic music. I mean, so for the longest I did not like Miley and her dead pets. Like when it first came out I didn't really understand it. I was oh, also yeah, like I eighteen. So like yeah, that 18, was freshman 19. year. I remember listening freshman to it in year my college. Door. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Me but I, too. Just, I didn't understand it. I was unsure. And then I listened to it a little bit down the road, and I'm like, I honestly kind of fuck with it. It was like a year ago that I was like, I need to go back and listen to that. No, it's, it's, if you haven't checked it out, definitely give it a try. Yeah. I know there's like a lot of bad reviews on it. I think her Do It music video has more dislikes than likes. <laughs> I believe that. I think that's like one of the only <laughs> It is kind of gross. It's a gross video. But no, she has some hidden gems on there. Um, Space Boots is one of them. Yes. I Forgive You. I really like that one. I, yeah. There, definitely go check it out if you haven't. Don't be, don't be like me and I, I waited yeah, so long. Yeah, I disregarded it, it just like so quick because I was like, ugh. Oh, at first, at first to me, I was like, oh, I think she just threw this together one day, which is just totally not the case. No, she. I think she wrote every single song on there, and then she got. She didn't produce all of it by herself. Um, the Flaming Lips helped her. Right, that's when she was hanging out with them. She still does. Yeah. Just yeah, but she's definitely not like a hip, that hippie vibe anymore. She was really into like psychedelics. I think. Yeah, that yeah, I think so. But um. Like I said, that she, her voice fits it all. Um, she did Without You, like we just talked about, um, with the Kid Leroy. And then her cover of Plastic Cars was on there, which also makes me think that she's going to release that as a single next. She doesn't typically release more than two or three singles off of an album going off of past history. But I would love, I personally would love Plastic Hearts' song to be her next single off of Plastic Hearts. Cause that, I think it would that would be a good well. one. Uh, yeah, it totally would. She put her own little different kind of spin on it with the live performance, but oh, I still liked it. Yeah. It was kind of like a jazzy, it was like, cool. 
it See? Because she could just do whatever the hell she wants. It was, it was different. Like, it wasn't, like, the same style, I think, as when she released it. But I thought it was cool. I thought it was a different thing that she did with that. I do have to put it there that Miley received her second dose of the COVID-19 shot for the Queen. vaccine. Um, so I just have to put that in there because I think that's a pretty current big deal with, with uh, current news. But she said that getting the second dose of the COVID vaccine is cooler than Led Zeppelin. <laughs> that's a lot coming from her. That's a lot. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that or not, but, <laughs> but we're not going to get into that. I think Led Zeppelin's pretty cool, so I don't know, but no, it is cool. Um, if you are comfortable with doing it, definitely get it. If you're not, don't get it. That's my opinion on it. Do whatever you want. Yeah. So um, I think we've talked a lot, <laughs> but um, thanks for listening. We, we'll go over a few things that we'll have coming up. Um, I think we're really excited to do this podcast. Super That's something excited. we've both never done before. I'm just really happy that Becky is doing it with me. Yeah, I'm so happy you asked me to. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to think we're crazy, but um, we're really just doing it for fun. And I think it's just a cool little side project to do. It's kind of like therapy. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm drinking wine and talking about something we something, both like. Yeah. Um, but we're really excited. We have some upcoming segments that we might implement in the podcast. Um, Becky came up with seven things. So, you know, the song Seven Things by Miley Cyrus. We could do a segment where we do... Seven things, seven um, top Miley songs of this album. You know, seven things about Miley Cyrus from 2015. Shit like that. We could. Yeah, that'd be I like that'd the be most fun. obscure thing about her. Yeah. Seven things. Like yeah. literally seven, seven hairstyles. She has fucking 85 different <laughs> hairs that she's done. I think when oh she dyes her hair darker, the whole internet's gonna break. Yes. She breaks the internet like every couple months. <laughs> like, I, I think when she cut her hair, that pixie cut? Yes. Oh, my God. I remember people freaking the fuck freaking out. Freaking out. People were so upset. Like, pissed off. Right, it's hair. Well, first of all, they thought that her hair was, like, all natural when she had extensions. Oh, yeah. Like, that long brown hair. People. But I, I don't know if she'll ever go back to her that one day. Maybe her hair's permanently blocked out. <laughs> we do. I have no idea. But, uh, yeah, we have some upcoming things that we're going to implement. Uh, and we're just really excited yeah. for it. So. Yeah, we'll see where this takes us. Cheers yes. to the first episode. first episode. Thank you guys for drinking wine with us. If you're not drinking wine yet, go pop open a bottle. Go find a wine opener, or better yet, find a wine that you can just twist off. Like that. <laughs> the best kind. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best kind. Especially when you're serving wine. <laughs> yes. <Ooh. laughs> Thank you guys. Thanks. We are signing off. This is Bills. This is Beck. See you next week. Or in two weeks. Two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Peace out and go drink some wine. Bye. Bye.